Lewis. What's up, what's up? It's your boy AT and your boy AE coming to you live and direct with another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life where we break down the bars, relate to the rhymes so we can shed light on our lives. Just listen. Welcome to another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life. Alan, how are you feeling today, my brother? Feeling good. Let's kick straight in. My track this week, right on, By The Roots. What do you think of my pick this week? Oh man, it's always, always a delight to see The Roots. This album's like a, it's like a classic, isn't it? And this is one of those songs that I know because it comes up regularly in my sort of rotation, my Spotify algorithms and stuff. But if you told me the route right on, I wouldn't have known it by name. But as soon as I hear the chorus, that sample, I'm like, oh yeah, I know this track. Yeah, always, always happy to listen to some Black Thought a bit more deeply than I usually do. So looking forward to it. Yeah, I stumbled upon this track simply because you introduced me to this album. And I think we did the fire off this album, which is on yeah. an episode, you know, in our catalogue somewhere in the Bars, Rhymes and Life catalogue. But I just, there's just something about this track. It's similar to you. It's, it just sort of is on the rotation. And when it comes on, I never want to skip it. It, it. I listen to it the whole way through. And I think the guy's called STS, who's on the second verse. And he's got some bars, man. And I can't wait to, you know, kick in and get on with it. So let's get started. Who's up first? You're up first. We should shine a light on, a light on. And a book of right on is right on. It was right on. So for as long as I've been listening to this track, there was something about this sample for the chorus, Alan. I don't know about if you felt the same way. And I'm not sure why I was so surprised about the origin about the, of this sample. But for the listeners, it's from an artist named Joanna Newsom, And the song is called The Book of Right On. Alan, I saw her play this track on Jules Holland. And she is incredible, bro. It's time to change the humour and the mood of the room completely into something else. So maybe we can just get the lights to go right down in sort of a chasmic way. We'll have a moment's silence, a moment you won't be able to see anything at all, then you'll be able to relax and everything will come back and you'll see Joanna Newsom. Right on. I 
And there's two things I wanted to highlight about this, this sample, the track. So she actually sings this song. It's a really unique, a really quirky performance. And she's a very interesting artist to me. And she sings it while playing the harp at the same time, Alan. She's playing the harp, bruv, on Jules Holland. And I just wanted to say that I think the harp has to be up there as probably one of the hardest instruments to play full stop. And Joanna is sick. And also, the roots don't fuck about when it comes to picking out quality. This sample wasn't just picked because it was a hugely popular or, you know, the, the sample music passed some neural networks that were brought out by some labels to assess whether it will get market penetration or not. Her song or performance was listened to and it hit someone's soul in the roots. Most likely, in my opinion, Questlove. I think he must have seen or heard this and went, whoa, what's all this about? And there's, there's something in the soul, like there's something in the soul of this track and the way that she performs it that touches my soul. And there's a beauty in this sample and the original song itself that in my opinion, no AI could identify or replicate. And I just wanted to just hype the roots for shining a light on the book of right on. Nice. Yeah, 100% agreed. This chorus always, always catches my ear and I didn't know anything about the origin of it it's just one of those things i never never took the time to look into it so it's, i'm definitely going to check out that uh that performance on jules holland I was, I was watching thundercat on jules holland the other day and it was really cool so definitely going to check that out right up who's next you're up again yo i try to get it how i live it a lot of people counting on me kind of like a digit yo i try to get it how i live it a lot of people I just love the simplicity of the double entendre. I've recently, over the last few weeks, gaining such a huge appreciation for a simple double entendre. All double entendres and double meanings in tracks don't have to be super sophisticated and super layered. It's just, you know, when you hear a simple one and it flows, I just love it. I think it's sick. I also love the complexity against the simplicity of the first line with regards to trying to be consistent with how you portray yourself or how you feel like you're portraying yourself being aligned with how to obtain a living and I'll give you an extreme example Alan the fucking tinder swindler here's a here's a guy who doesn't get it how he lives it he obtains money by showing that he lives the luxury life as a millionaire to entice women to fall in love with him and then he leverages this fake persona and the love he's obtained to rip money from those women to carry on being a millionaire. He defo doesn't get it how he lives it. He's the opposite of that first bar by Black Thought. <laughs> I love that, that. That's where that made you go. <laughs> I'm up next. It's a cold world. I'm not fronting like it isn't. It's no time for coming up shorter than a midget. You'll know I'm a raise the bar though like Bridget. It's a cold world, I'm not fronting like it isn't. It's no time for coming up shorter than the midget. Y'all know I'm a raise the bar though like Bridget. Great bars here. I think whenever you're you're trying to encourage people or give advice in some way, it's always it's always important to acknowledge the situation that they're in. 
and the challenges that they face. Even if you're telling them to, to overcome those challenges, you still have to recognize that there is a barrier there or a challenge. Otherwise, it just comes off as like unrealistic and out of touch. If you're just saying, yeah, it's no problem, just, just get over it and do it. So when Black Dot says it's a cold world, I'm not fronting like it isn't. That's him acknowledging like the reality of the situation, like it's hard out there. But because it's hard out there, we need to work even harder. And so you say, we, don't, we can't come up short, we have to keep raising the bar. I think that's good advice. You know, if you're from a disadvantaged community, you, you do have to work harder to get the same place as someone else. And it's not fair. But it's the reality, and you can highlight that it's not fair. But you still have to do the work if you want to get to the place, and not just for you, but for like the whole community. Just kind of what I think Black Thor is getting at. So, yeah, straight straight out the bat, it's just really great advice, and and a clever little wordplay at the end there with the uh, raise the bar, like Bridget, like the actress Bridget Bardo, and raise the Bardo. Always always a bit of clever wordplay for Black Thor. Yeah, and I snapped you on that line. Yo, no armor, raise a bar though, like Bridget. See there a star go, don't blink, you might miss it. See there a star go, don't blink, you might miss it. And I just didn't know who Bridget Bardo was, Alan. Now I know who she is, and apparently she has a pose, like she's done a pose that has been emulated by the likes of Elle McPherson, Giselle Bunchen, and Rihanna. And it's like, double entendre knowledge i've got double entendre knowledge because i never knew anything about this woman and now i know that she's like an iconic actress who was you know sort of the template for what a lot of supermodels and actresses might be and you know that ain't necessarily my spectrum of knowledge or my spectrum of interests but the fact that i know it now through bars is just interesting to me and i always love learning when i learn through music yeah, I only knew, I knew the name. I couldn't have told you anything about her as a person. I just heard the name before. Um, yeah, we actually kind of snapped each other in sequence there because then I took that as my next first line, if that makes sense. See there, star go, don't blink, you might miss it. It's a precious cargo. You got to be strong to lift it. The light comes in different types. Be more specific. Shit on Black Thought, what could be a more prolific? It's precious cargo, you gotta be strong to lift it. The light comes in different types, be more specific. Shit, I'm black door. What could be more prolific? But All right, brilliant. So I kind of I've snapped you on 75% of your lines there. <laughs> We've just highlighted the whole song between us, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's again, like you said there, it's the, it's a clever reference to the the previous line where he's mentioned a famous person or a star, a celebrity, Bridget Bardo. But it was a quick line. And you might miss it, you know, don't blink, you might miss it, which is just clever, you know, he's just a little throwback to the previous line. And then the light comes in different types. I don't know if he's talking to someone or if someone's talking to him in this line, but it makes me think of how lessons and opportunities just come in, in different forms. And often they look quite different. Like the classic example is when you fail a job interview for something and then end up getting a better job that you wouldn't have got otherwise. And that's happened to me. Like i remember before I switched careers I went to a job interview didn't get it and I'm so glad I didn't because if I had I may never have switched careers or it may have taken much much longer because I'd have been doing something else so in that respect I'm really really glad that I failed in that particular pursuit just kind of what he's getting at here yeah facts I snapped you 
on the light comes in different types be more specific shit and black thought what could be more prolific and i went seriously left on the take here so i don't know if it's i don't know if it's quite an abby tangent but it's just you know it was just me thinking so i did a quick google search about how we as humans process color and basically this is what i grabbed the rods and cones of the eye process light and make them into nerve impulses these nerve impulses are then passed along the optic nerve to the brain's cortex where we in interpret them as the various colors and what, what i wanted to say on this was the light comes in different types be more specific i had this idea which led me down a really weird rabbit hole which was i thought that the most quickest and universal way to remove racism would be to genetically modify our rods and cones so that all humans would only see one color. <laughs> like, if you couldn't differentiate between race and only judge people based on how they behave, their outputs, who they are, if they're nice or they're good or they're, you know, these kind of things, yeah? You, you know, would we fix one of the world's vicious inequalities? But then I started thinking about it and I thought the problem with this type of thinking is where does it stop? So, right, like, hang on a minute. We make everyone look like one color because we can only perceive light and um, they come in different types. But now people will start judging people on maybe the color of their eyes or their body attributes or their voice. And it's like, well, oh, you know what? We're judging people because they got blue eyes. So let's make everyone have blue eyes now. Oh, we're judging people on their body attributes. Let's change their genes so they're tall now, right? Or some shit like that or whatever. Or let's change everyone's voices so their voice is all the same. And the more you start thinking about it, you know, it's quite fucked up that you think you've solved something, but actually what you've done is created more problems and issues. And I guess maybe my question after all of this is do we have to accept certain prejudice do we have to accept that prejudice prejudices is a thing for us as humans to function innovate and evolve as a species because if we were all the same with everything being completely equal how would we differentiate from each other or what would we do i don't know man it just i just i just went on a a, a random abby tangent like i always do <laughs> That was definitely a random one by your standards. <laughs> oh, dear. The answer to the question is, I have no idea. <laughs> bars, bro. Bars. That's one for the audience. If they've got any thoughts right there, just come and hit us at Bars, Rhymes and Life. <laughs> Who's next, bro? You're up again. I told you I'm above and beyond a gimmick. I kind of get into your head and spread like a pandemic. I never put myself in a race I can't finish. I'm well grounded, founded on the same premise. I told y'all I'm above and beyond a gimmick. I get into your head and spread like a pandemic. I never put myself in a race I can't finish. I'm well grounded, founded on the same premise. Just a really quick one for me. Any rapper that uses the word pandemic before the year 2019 gets elite status as an MC, Alan. <laughs> I feel like the only ones I know are Lupe. Uh, what was the track on Lupe? I think it was Streets on Fire, wasn't it? Yeah. Disease, 
Disease, the virus is written in all directions. No safe zone, no cure, and no protection. No symptoms to find, no signs of an infection. No vaccines, remedies, and no corrections. Quarantine your dreams and some of our connections. Don't let them in, not a friend, not a reflection. Everybody's got it and wants you to have it next in. Don't accept them if you want to stay as an exception. Yeah. And now Black Thought. And I'm sure there might be some more, but anyone that uses the word pandemic before the year 2019 gets elite status. MC gets elite MC status by order of bars, rhymes, and life. By the order of bars, rhymes, and life. That's, that's all I want to say. I, I read it and I kind of always have to check what year this track was made on. Because I'm just like, you guys are ahead of the game. I mean, Lupe was so ahead of the game on Streets on Fire. How could you be any more accurate than what he said in those bars? It's beyond belief. But yeah, just, just a rule I wanted to make up and just let everyone or let all the listeners know. So does that mean that uh, Bill Gates is a, an elite MC because he did that, that speech back in the day about how there's a big pandemic and we might not be ready for it yeah, and but then it did, happened. But Alan, did he rhyme and put some production behind it? Did he get Jay Diller on the track? No. So it's, he it's, might have bars. You no, don't know. No, 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 no. no. Uh, if I've heard him on a poem with, with an elite, like if, if he's got someone uh, like Jay Diller, Primo in the background, then yeah, I'll give him elite MC status. But and, and he has to MC it. It can't just be like, you can't just say the word. There you go. Bill, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? You're up again. Gemstone N-words cop ain't shit. If I ain't in the spot, it's the Orion of the hop, the new star of the hip. Gemstones niggas cop ain't shit if I ain't in the spot. It's the Orion of the hop, the new star of the hip. Bars. What an incredible set of bars. The gemstones that people buy don't mean shit unless you put value on it, Alan. And I think it's such an incredible listen and lesson to absorb for me personally, which is choosing what impresses you can be such a powerful tool in how you want people to behave around you and how you want to behave yourself. If you get excited by people that have flash cars, mad jewelry, the amount of people that will you will dismiss out of your life is insane. The people that care for you, for example, like your kids, will try to attempt and gear themselves to those things because those are the things that impress you. If, you. if you're impressed by wealth and materialism and that's the only thing that impresses you, then guess what? The people that love you, the people that care about you, they'll want to impress you too. And I think of examples such as like, school grades and studying I, I i've never really had this personally myself but you know you hear these examples where you go oh you know i had a maths test today and it was like i got 60 out of 100 and then the, the first thing your parent might say did you get an a or not or you go mom dad i got a b or a c and it's like you're proud of it because you tried hard and that was the best that you could have got out of the situation and it's like yeah it's not quite an a though is it those are the kind of things that can perceptively challenge you or you know bring you down I always think about it in sports you get individuals that claim everything to be around I don't know oh I, we lost but I scored a goal though so who cares if you scored a goal the whole team lost you, you collectively lost so what difference does it make and so I say if you choose to be improved impressed by learning and for instance rather than asking your child how long have you studied for or what grade you obtained, and instead asking, tell me what you learned today. That's so different. That's such a different way 
of shining a light on something that you want to you want to in, create in your your loved ones or instead of caring whether your child scored a goal or not and asking about how many tackles they made or how many great first touches they had or how many players they took on you're going to create an environment and a a set of rules or principles that value those things and i just think it's amazing i just think it's amazing yeah i I hadn't heard of the the dude who did this first before but it's there's some real cool stuff in here man you're up where slugs fly thugs cry because every part of it's gritty n-word shooting up the club like they party with diddy this is Billy. I'm rapping for the art of the city. Came from Southwest Atlanta, gave my heart to the city. With slugs fly, thugs cry, cause every part of it's green. Niggas shooting up the club like they party with Diddy. Did you know about this, Alan? Did you know about this situation between Diddy and Shine? No, I didn't. So look, I had no idea about this at all, right? But basically, this is the scene. Let me set the scene. Shine was signed to Bad Boy, right? You know who Shine is, obviously that banger. Yeah, team. yeah, he was. You know, in, I might have to cut that in track jail. in because that track is fire. Now tell me who wanna fuck with us? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, I bang and let your fucking brain sing. Snitches, fuck all of evil bitches with riches who carry twenty twos up in they hosiery. A black teller when my father bust and then loaded me, think he just finished sniffing the key and dipping the D's. Don't hate me, hit Nicky Barnes for hitting my mom's letting the condom pop. Nigga, I was born in the drop. <laughs> Is he still in prison? No. They were in a club together. So Puff and Shine are in a club together. He was signed to Bad Boy. Shine was signed under Puffy to Bad Boy. They're in a club and apparently some guy comes and threatens them with a gun. And both Shine and Puffy pull out guns and shots were fired. Some people were injured. No one was killed. And Shine gets per- like sent into jail for 10 years. Guess what happens to Diddy? Completely. Completely acquitted, completely scot free. I'm telling you now, I don't get shit. I don't give a fuck. Diddy got Biggie got. Diddy got Biggie got. Diddy got Biggie got. Anyone that challenges Diddy's money, they get got. I'm telling you now, straight up facts. I don't care. <laughs> this is this will be like the the last episode before we get mysteriously cut. <laughs> I'm just saying it straight. Uh, we we've got to value truth. This is what bars, rhymes, and life is all about. I'm 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 not having it. How how is that even fair? How is that even right? How does that make any sense? I won't even get into it. But that's what I wanted to say, Alan. <laughs> oh dear. I'm up next. You get the diggy. I flip my incandescence to fluorescence, and in essence, I can burn more joules of energy per second. I put them onto lessons while I'm smoking on the blessing. Man, I, like I said before, I hadn't heard of this guy, but oof, it, you know anyone who comes with a recommendation from, from Black Door is got to be at a certain level. And these bars are cool. They're crazy. Like this extended metaphor on light and energy that, that plays throughout this verse really smart you know changing from an incandescent 
bulb to a fluorescent one, which is like more energy efficient. And it's just a cool way of saying, look, I'm changing my approach. And, and so I can, I can do more. I can burn more joules of energy, get more done. And you're putting, putting them onto lessons, which is what you do when you write bars like this. You're putting people onto lessons. This is like a physics lesson, you know what I mean? Like you're learning about the difference between incandescence and fluorescence. So yeah, I just, I love it when you can, you can put something interesting like that, some knowledge into your bars. Yeah, and it, and it flows so well. So shout out to this dude. Yeah, STS, is verse on this is fire. It's really, really clever. I didn't even yet get time to talk about the Orion bar, the, 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 the star of the hip. And it's, oh, mate, trust me, it's unreal. If you haven't checked this track out, I massively recommend you do so. Nothing but love to The Roots. Nothing but love to STS. Nothing but love to both sets of their fans. Nothing but love to all the BRL listeners out there. Nothing but love to you, Alan. One. Peace. Top. Another track, I'm gonna do a snare roll.